Hey, this is Special Agent Fox Mulder from the X-Files. Clive and Dardis are absolute proof that the truth is out there. Oh, Mulder. Shut up, Scully. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Clive and Dardis. I'm Michael Clive. That's Pat Dardis. Hey, everybody. And um, there's some crazy, very disturbing stuff going on in Canada. And uh, a lot of us aren't really, we, you know, we got enough problems here. You know, we don't keep oh, an yeah. eye to everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Can- mm-hmm. Canada's not like, on our, it's, on our, it's on our radar, but it's out, out and almost in another. But we, we know it's there and we know it's, it's something, something bad is happening out there. And, and, and Brad Salzberg, who is our guest, is our, is our go-to guy to catch in canada yeah brad uh he's a, a conservative blogger with the cultural action party and uh he's working real hard to expose this woke globalist agenda in canada and everywhere else uh brad thanks for coming on again man thank you for uh inviting me on we had a great chat last time and uh look forward to more discussion Oh, we have some of that. (laughs) We have some of that. So I've been hearing some really disturbing stories coming out of Canada and your articles on Substack. If people want to check out Brad's articles, they're on Substack, Brad Salzberg. And uh, these are disturbing and they're also kind of creepy because we have similar things going on here. But one story that stood out to me was a couple of weeks. This was in February, this last month. So a Canadian student, uh, his name is Josh Alexander. His kid's 16 years old. So he's a student in, in the 11th grade at St. Joseph's uh, Catholic High School in Canada. So this kid was suspended this month, last month, for expressing his religious and moral objection to the school's transgender bathroom policy. Whoa. So St. Joseph's Catholic High School, uh, it's in uh, Renfrew. Is that Renfrew, Ontario, right? Yes. Yes. So So it allows males identifying as transgender girls to use bathrooms designated for females. Yeah. It's like, let let me go to Hollywood. I'm William Shatner. So I should be able to get right in here. Right. Right on set. I'm going right on set. You can't stop me because I identify as William Shatner. <laughs> yeah, you get the thing, right? Oh, no, they don't allow that. But So Alexander was first suspended for protesting the school's transgender policy in November on the grounds that he was bullying, right? So when he tried attending class on February 6th, he was arrested, suspended, and arrested for trespassing. He's been released, but he remains barred from attending classes through the end of the school year. That is correct, as far as I understand, yes. That is insane. I mean, that's just one story. We're going to get to some others. Uh, oh, yeah. I have a story for for Brad as well. The, this, I, something, this, this lady in, in Calgary, she's a, this new mayor, she's a real whack job, huh? You, you, want, to, you want to fill us in on that one about oh, the, uh, the transgender agenda up there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what you're speaking of is... Um, embedded within the public educational system in Canada. So when you speak of these uh, specific incidents, uh, the larger context is that um, uh, transgender promotion, and this includes for the, the young and, and, and our, our, our youth, um, is government-endorsed. So Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada and the Liberal government um, officially endorse 
transgenderism. They fund it. For example, here's something you might not know that, uh, and not to go off course, but just quickly, uh, the Trudeau government have allotted $75,000 per government employee should they wish to uh, transgender and change wow. that's from <laughs> oh male God. to female or female uh, to male. The government, and meaning the Canadian taxpayers, will fund this up to $75,000 per person, meaning that they're really in the transgender promotional business. And so what has manifested uh, in throughout the society and the school system in particular is what you describe um, in the case of this uh, young fellow, 16-year-old Josh Alexander, being arrested, handcuffed. I've seen the video. Uh, footage and and taken away and as you just as you described um so it's my opinion would be it's it's an oppression it's a you know what the what the canadian liberal government is doing in my opinion is actually kind of an emulation of what the chinese government does with um christians in china uh harassing um oppressing uh, uh, Christians within Chinese society. And in my opinion, the liberal government being, uh, so, so dedicated to, to China's communism have copied that in Canada. So, uh, there are a dozen examples of, uh, at least of where, um, Christian ministers have been, uh, harassed and jailed as well. Yeah. Uh, on the basis of breaking the, covid violations uh and yet curiously in canada there is no example of a sikh temple or muslim mosque receiving the same treatment so so it's really a crackdown on christianity in canada as derived in my opinion from the chinese government Yes, yep. that's exactly what's going on up there. It seems yep. like the, they're just focusing on the the one the one religion, and the other religions are kind of getting a pass and allow pretty much to do whatever they want. I mean, that's that from afar. That seems, I'm sure, in Canada, it seems like the same is to you as well, right, Brad? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know it's it's ironic because you have this thing of uh, this situation of um, you know the government and media promoting the oppressed and the the oppressed communities and the suffering communities, which really, in my mind, are the opposite are the privileged communities in Canada. Absolutely, and those that government and media claim are the privileged, which you know we we know who this refers to, uh, are actually the oppressed and becoming more right. oppressed all the time. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's bass backwards right now. It's that's yeah. the, that's the word I would use. But usually you don't get a ba- a specific bathroom for yourself unless you are privileged. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. and and these are things these are like, oh, well these people are oppressed. Well, it's like, well, wait a minute, you created this thing. You created yes. this little minority. It's just so backwards is yeah, not right. real this is adult fetish behavior they're pushing on children yeah i think i think as bad as america ha- and there's certain segments of of the of america that have their uh transgender agenda i mean i think canada is more uh more open about it or more yeah dedicated to it for you know it's just um, it, 
Absolutely. And, and, and this is because I wrote about this recently, uh, how the Canadian media has suppressed the anti-transgender for youth movement in America, because at least I, I think a dozen states now have um, either have tabled or passed, I think Florida's passed it, anti-transgender legislation um, that, that, that limits, that prevents funding of transgender surgery for those uh, 18 years or younger. Now, this is prevalent in the, in the United States, as far as I understand. There's not a whisper of it in the, within the wow. Canadian yes. not Yeah, that's... Known, you know, and so we see, and, and, you know, we're generalizing here because, you know, the United States is obviously a giant country and it's, it's much bigger than Canada in terms of population. But in my mind, Canada is far more farther down the path of this transgender propaganda and what is really a travesty when it comes to um, applying it to Canadian youth, drag queen story time within the schools and uh, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, appearing on uh, drag queen television special um, you know, yeah. the guy's out of control in that capacity. We've yeah. got Democrats doing the same thing here. They're all connected with trans, with uh, Hollywood, mm-hmm. and which, you know, Hollywood is basically just turned into an indoctrination platform over the past. Oh, many yeah. Decades. Hollywood's had the Hollywood. I mean, can, I mean, the, the, the things that are happening in Canada right now are an indirect result of the Hollywood uh, scene. I mean, you know, oh, there's oh, no yeah. doubt about that. I, I think I think that's very true, and 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 um, the the Hollywood agenda is pro trans, and important to note if uh, listeners don't realize it that American media and television is is huge in Canada. It's not ah. like, it's not like uh, Canada is saturated with. Uh, purely Canadian stations, although the government is working on changes in this regard. But we're, we're, we're seeing all this, the CNN news and the mainstream news, uh, you know, so, so we're inundated with uh, the Hollywood entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I would include the sports industry uh, as okay. well. Okay, you know? right. Yeah. And you um, said the advertising industry, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 saturated with American media, uh, in fact, to the to the degree that um, Canadians, a lot of them will focus on American media above Canadian media Mm. and certainly and certainly on a political level. So, you know, the Trump witch hunt, as I call it, that's gone on, you know, ever since he's he's no longer uh, president of your country. And yet they dog him like. Oh, yeah. Salem witch hunt that that's right that's why i always call it the witch hunt it's the witch hunt everybody it's the witch hunt no it's 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 so obvious and uh do they have is there just an off uh is there any politician that they really gun for other in in, sort of like a trump figure other than maybe yourself i guess but is there any any politician that is like uh the 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 trump kind of light i guess it would the the guy they try to hammer down yes i mean the dynamics are similar in that 
in in Canada, there's a Liberal Party and the Conservative Party. Th- these are the only two uh, political parties who have ever formed a national and federal government in the history of our, our country. So you have this two party back and forth dynamic, which is I believe similar to Republican right. Democratic, and so absolutely the leader of the uh, Conservative Party in Canada, a fellow named Pierre Polivier, uh, is demonized by our media as as it might not be. You know, he's racist, but I mean the implications are there. Uh, you know, so they do demonize or vilify the conservatives and the leader of the conservative opposition in a similar way to what goes on in America. Okay. Okay. Trump and Biden. Now, how do they handle up there? The fact that Justin Trudeau wore blackface and all, how do they, how do they deal with that? They handle it. They handle it in the same way. They handle everything with kid gloves handling uh, the, the, the Justin Trudeau and the liberals. So, you know, as an example, right now, there's a giant scandal in Canada. I don't know how deeply it's it's uh, penetrated American society, maybe a little and maybe in the northern states more than the southern states. But uh, the issue of Chinese government election interference is going is is huge in Canada right now because uh, CSIS, which is the intelligence uh, main official intelligence organization in Canada, uh, kind of equivalent to the CIA, I believe, uh, have um, uncovered this this alleged collusion between the Chinese government and the and and the Liberal Party. Not just the Liberal Party, but but it it actually looks quite um, um, ubiquitous within within the Canadian political arena that Chinese money and donations to something called the Trudeau Foundation, which ah, would ah. The, the equivalent <laughs> the of the Clinton Foundation. Yes. Yeah. And this is a giant scandal. But you, you, if you look very closely at the way media approach this, they, they will condemn, but also protect at the same time. So at the end of the day, I think really, you know, the, the, the unspoken media goal is the preservation of what I would call the liberal dictatorship yes. uh, uh, in Canada as and another element of this is it's backing by the new Democratic Party, which are kind of the third run party out of the three only okay. members. So there's collusion between the Liberals and the NDP uh, party. Its leader is a, is a Sikh nationalist, Khalistan, uh. promoting uh, a fellow named uh, Jagmeet Singh, who is actually barred from entering the country of India, which is the birthplace of his parents, due to this Khalistan independent state uh, connection. So this is the guy, you know, who's who's supposed to be working on behalf of Canada exclusively. Uh, he's working on um, for the Punjab and, and Khalistan and Sikhism and this, you know, but this goes on without um, being demonized by the Canadian media. Canada's, uh, you know, it's a globalist experiment. That's how I view it. Not so, yes. much, a, mm-hmm. not so much an actual, certainly not an authentic democratic nation, no. but rather a globalist experiment in the making. 
Yeah, I think they're trying to like Canada's kind of like the testing ground of a lot of the the, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab's little yes. little project. I think Canada's kind of that country like we have this leader, so-called leader, who who bows down to us for and is and is probably Castro's son. So it kind of works out for them. Like they have like the little petri dish up there. You know, I could not agree more I, that Canada is the prototype um globalist society that world economic forum and other forces are are using as kind of a test nation or a, as justin trudeau himself calls canada a postmodern nation um <laughs> I, I would absolutely agree that canada is i mean i am canadian maybe i am biased but still uh canada's number one number one on the globalist infiltration neo communist conversion whatever yeah used to describe it and justin trudeau in my opinion was planted into right. office <laughs> to lead this what what i refer to and what i've um written in my Substack and on the website and so on and so forth the woke revolution you know right. china had its silent revolution and cuba had its communist revolution and so did the soviet union and canada has it going on right now i call it the woke revolution and it is in line with these communist revolutions of history in my opinion yeah everything's lining up the the preparations the prepping of the people with all the yes. the, the oppressions and the social media stuff that you know they didn't yeah, have that years yeah. and years and years ago but do you talk about a tool now to just control speech wow i mean it's uh we've well, got the the, the tick you guys get TikTok up there right yeah it's getting controversial yes uh -huh. just, yes it's, as it is become, here it's become controversial um TikTok, um and a few smaller things have happened like this fellow jagmeet singh who probably very i would assume very few americans have heard of but he's basically the leader of a party that's propping up the liberals and and keeping them in power he signed a partnership agreement with them uh that that lo effectively locks in the liberal dictatorship until uh late 2025 um this guy mm. is what i call backup quarterback to mm -hmm. justin trudeau's uh liberal dictatorship yeah wow. so he's kind of like he's kind of like the the, the 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 shock force in case anything happens to any any bad scandals happen to justin it seems like justin trudeau has a lot of scandals yes, and yet he does. keeps i mean the guy they they call don uh i mean don trump donald trump uh teflon don i mean trudeau it looks like he i mean this guy is a I'll give him his due, I guess, to give the devil his due. He he seems he seems to just bounce off everything that any kind of negativity up there. I think that is true, at least in public uh, perception and, right. and public. Uh, but I think I think you know it's 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 a, it's a bit of a tough area because it kind of gets into his his character and mentality as an individual, uh, and I. The term I've sometimes used is, you know, he's a, a woke automaton. You know, he's on autopilot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and the the ultimate goal, the ultimate solution, you know, uh is what he is 
100% focused on. And, you know, if people hate him, which they do from coast to coast, I, I don't think it's ever been a more despised politician. And I've wow. been doing these things for 35 years. I've been covering the Liberal uh, Party um, and China, Liberal China, Liberal Party China connection. Uh, and I would say there's never been a politician as despised as Justin Trudeau is in Canada. And yet there he is still going on eight years and he's still yeah. still there. It's incredible. Yeah, because it's just something you often say and write. You're like, um, no citizen asked for this. Well, that, you know, this is this is fundamental to the entire thing. No, no citizen asked for uh, multiculturalism. No, no citizen asked for uh, Anglophone Canadians to be overwhelmed and transition to a minority community, which is going to happen eventually. You know, no, no one asked for so many fundamental aspects of Canadian society that have been forced upon our nation. And what I would say is that Canada, and I may have mentioned this previously, but, you know, are we really a democracy or are we living in a series of four-year dictatorships so mm -hmm. that you vote, and I'm not even sure that the vote really means that much anymore. Right, but right. Ostensibly, we vote in a government, uh, and we have the right to vote one day every four years. Um, and then they take it over from there, and it's run like a dictatorship. The public have no input, no say, nothing. And so what has transpired, really, after three terms of Justin Trudeau is – in my mind, a complete division between the will of the people and the will of government. And that's not democracy. No. That's, that's fake democracy. That That's Trudeau democracy and Trudeau family liberalism as it was uh, first um, created by Pierre Trudeau, who really is the, the father of globalism in Canada um, although he's not positioned that way by the media. So, you know, all these insidious things go on within Canadian society and have gone on for decades between the Liberal Party and the Chinese government and uh, all these. And, and, and this is the thing about it, you know, and, and you could probably, I'm sure you can relate to this. In the old days, if let's call it that, 30 years ago, there wasn't the Internet vehicle to uh, promote let's call it alternate media. So really, government and media, at least in Canada, they had the exclusive. They right. could tell Canadians whatever they want, and they believed it. Along comes alternate media and internet media and news, and, and this is challenging the status quo, right? And now, just to finish this point, Justin Trudeau and his neo-fascist liberals are about to pass two bills uh in in um in the legislature legislature uh, in parliament to uh effectively create internet censorship that is basically going to shut us up so so in other words canadians finally discover the true agenda of justin trudeau and the liberals and they pass internet legislation to shut us up. And not only that, it's, again, an emulation of what's called the Great Internet Firewall in China. It, it's it's censorship. And, and this is it's going to pass in some form or another. This is going to pass. Canada is going to turn into an internet bubble like China and other communist countries. So 
overall, we see the direction that our Canada is taking in terms of transitioning from freedom and democracy to an authoritarian state. Yeah. I, unfortunately, the authoritarian state is going to be left wing. And that's a bad thing. I mean, not that the right wing would be a lot better, but the left wing, I mean, they 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 have a real <laughs> angst against a real animus against Christians and, and European Americans. So that's Absolutely. the bad part for us. So we got to be, you know, we have to talk about these things, unfortunately, because it's happening. If this wasn't happening, we wouldn't even know each other. Right. I mean, you'd be living up there. We'd be living down here. Right. And, in bliss. Kinda, yes, it's sort of like a bliss, but we're both a little concerned about what's going on to our to our our uh, our history. Yeah. It, it is it is a revolution in my mind. And, oh, yeah. I, and you're absolutely right. I, I believe that the fall guy, the, the, the you know, who's going to is is what you describe as the uh, European derived citizens. I'm not I can't speak so much about America in this regard, but but I believe emphatically that this is the case in Canada and that what you have, the plan, the agenda is an inversion is what I've called the community inversion, where you flip it over and the the those who uh, are the descendants of the colonial founders of Canada will be eventually become the second class citizens. And Justin Trudeau is instrumental in this process, elevating uh, Muslim Canada and Sikh Canada, as well as French Canadian Canada, because he is French Canadian, uh, to the top of the social totem pole. And at the bottom will be the Anglophones that, right. I, that I think he truly despises you know and I, i've seen some actual obviously some quotes from him that that uh he, he was uh he's ashamed to be european and stuff like and so uh, sentences like that i'm like this guy really doesn't like the founders of the country and that's uh I mean, he, he, I, I, he, at least he's not at least he's not shy about it, though. At least given that he's not shy about that. There's, a, yeah. there's, an, there's an agenda at hand there. And I think it is true. He is ashamed. He's ashamed of Canada's heritage and colonial founding. And instead of accepting it, sounds as familiar historical, <laughs> as historical truth, he's going to punish contemporary Canadians, present day Anglophone right. Canadians and then white Canadians uh, uh, for the so-called um, um, sins of our yeah. forefathers, yeah. right? So, so it it is an agenda. Um, you see the empowerment happening constantly of of ethnic and third world politicians and 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 this whole empowerment of Islamic Canada and Sikh Canada uh, and and this whole area. But never, never does certainly government and certainly media ever focus on the flip side, which is, you know, hey, what kind of damage is this doing to the rest of us? No, no, right. no, no, no damage no. is this doing to Anglophone and English speaking Canada? Uh, it's always the suffering of the, the these suppressed minorities, but not a word about the impact and future impact on what is going to happen to white Canadians, conservatives, Christians, right. uh, as a no. result. So in there, you see the government media collusion. Right? Sure. Well, I've noticed. Uh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. What, do the people have, are, are they, 
I mean, what do they think about this? Is I mean, this, they just seem like they're being steamrolled here. Do, do they? Is there anything that they are uh, actively doing to combat Justin Trudeau? Is there a, a lot of they, groups that ha- despise him and that get out in 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 numbers, or is everybody just kind of going down with a whimper? You know, I I just offer my my opinion on this. It is it happens. It is sporadic. sporadic. It, it's it's m- relatively minor. Uh, but the real problem in my mind is that this uh, globalist agenda is approximately 50 years old and half a century from the time that Tr- Pierre Trudeau first uh, became prime minister of Canada. And as a result, they have had 50 years to cover their bases mm-hmm. and cover off um effective pushback against the whole thing so when you ask the questions you know question what do canadians think about it millions hate it i'm sure you know millions but the question real question is what vehicle political vehicle or social vehicle do canadians have to effectively push back against it and that we don't have that we lack and this is why we're powerless in this well, situation I, I, it's I, not that we, we don't care it's not right. that we don't care it's that we're powerless and we were we were railroaded yep. into being powerless by design but well what's the what's that old phrase uh, all, all that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing that's a yep. very old yeah you know. well I, I also see that the the police departments and the and the military are I hate, you know, for lack of a better word, they're on board or at least they're they're not fighting back. So if the police are kind of what I saw in Calgary, what I've seen in other places and in Ottawa when the truckers got there, I mean, they seem to be just following the orders. Yeah. You they know? So they're if they're right, going to follow yeah. the orders, then, then this is going to continue. But that's also indicative of decades of preparation and insidious uh, working into the system because that that is an element of i keep using the word communism but it's that's okay you know this this is an element and first you seduce the in canada first this um the educational system was seduced then the media became seduced Mm -hmm. then our um um, military institutions Mm -hmm. even uh, right. and policing and so on and so forth and, and you know so it it, it um, like an octopus it spread its um you know arms yeah. into into all these different aspects very slowly society. Yeah. Yeah. it's a slow socialist seduction very yeah and that's yeah. why in my mind that's why it's so successful yeah. and we have no mechanism to uh fight back we have been absolutely seduced and hoodwinked right and that's that, that's going on down here too. But they're running into some pushback because of our constitution and the First Amendment, and yeah, and there's and there's a lot of people that are very well. They're kind of they're very pretty uh, conservative and religious, and they 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 know that this is going down a dark dark period here. And um, there's a little pushback here, and there's a little pushback in Canada. But I just don't see a, 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 enough here and uh, in Canada for sure. I just no, I just don't. It, it's sporadic. It's 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 scattered. It's not. It's not. There's there's no yeah. cohesive message. That's the. I think that's. Yeah, I mean, it's certain it, and, and, and the so-called conservative parties in both countries are just kind of like go along to get along. I mean, they should be right now. They should be trying to impeach Biden here. They should be trying to impeach Trudeau there. Something. I mean, there's not even, it's just like, 
uh who cares i mean i I care and a lot a million people i want to see i want to see some action from the republicans over here at least try to get him on something he's got like 10 different crimes i guess or 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 misdemeanors at least but i mean and trudeau i'm sure he's he's had probably i think remember they, they have something with the um wasn't there some kind of um trudeau uh what do you call it uh uh, 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 they had a, 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 a fundraiser. Remember that fun? They had like a fundraiser thing or a, or a charity. Remember that charity? A we charity. Right. Referring to Craig and Kyle Kielberger. Those two fellows had the we charity. There was yes. Trudeau, Trudeau has the only, he's the only prime minister in Canada who has been convicted twice or found guilty twice of official ethics violation <laughs> mm. and there's and there's been and there's about five of them all together that some didn't succeed right. uh, but uh uh you know the, the this is um what can you say it's just it's just com- uh, corruption uh, uh but the no the point i was going to make is that like what i say in canada and i don't you might you might find this in in the united states as well I say, you know, why are the Liberal Party going to beat the Conservatives in a federal election? Because it's not the Conservatives against the Liberals. It's the Conservatives against the Liberals, the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, Islam, China. Right. <laughs> and, and media and media. Right. So, They're fighting so, multiple fronts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that and, and even fundamentally, right, what what the political dynamic in Canada, I think, is, you know, uh, conservatives versus liberal slash media. Like, so you've got that power structure, which is really, again, a replica of uh, Chinese society and how the Chinese government control the media. Um, and so and so there there's your problem. And, and you know, if you in the United States, uh, possibly, you know, you've got you've got the Democrats and media against the Republicans. Yes. Um, if, if that's accurate, co- that's coordinated. Yes. Very yeah. coordinated. Yes. So there's the power. There's there's the winning. There's the victory there. And as a result, at least in Canada, the liberals have won three times in a row. And I made a prediction when Justin Trudeau became prime minister in 2015 that six wins in a row for the liberals and democracy is dead in canada wow. they're at three they're at three we'll see what happens mm. but he's not gonna the liberals aren't gonna lose if if they're outvoted they'll, they'll just buy the election china will buy it for them whatever has to happen whatever has to happen like michael cohen whatever i have to do i am not going to jail so that he'll lie about <laughs> trump um uh, so well, one question is with all this religious stuff, it's oppression of religions here and there in Canada. And at, um, there's one glaring question is that and that is where are the world's religious leaders speaking out on this crap? It's a great question. And I'll tell you why. Be- and, and this is why, you know, I believe if you look at Christianity in particular, it. Politics and the religion, I believe, are well. It may be it may be quite different in America. At least in Canada, there's there's a wall between politics and religion in Canada. Right. They function uh, uh, pretty much in separate silos. Um, but in Islam, as an example, 
religion and politics are indelibly linked. And this is what is is killing Christianity in, in Canada, as well as intention by the liberals and by Trudeau to do so in the name of communism and socialism. But um, because Islam and Sikhism too, uh, Sikhism is, is big and powerful in Canada. Wow. Even though their population's tiny, but you know their politicians are everywhere. Um, uh, uh, so that this becomes a, a, a fundamental problem and disadvantage for Christian Canada. And I've said this many times, Christian Canada and its leaders must get political. If you don't get political, you're going to lose. Yeah. You're probably lose anyway, but you're going to lose this battle. Why? Because Islamic, the nation of Islam, is political, and yeah. they're kicking butt in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it's we have that here too. It's like uh, the left hits hard, and then the, the the conservatives are so I don't know. It's almost like they they try too hard to be polite, so right. they never they never act. They never, you know, we just you know someone's getting their ass beat or something, and we just kind of sit there and it's like because uh, we'll be arrested because we got involved. I mean, the laws are so crazy that people just don't want to do anything, and and well, it's by design. It's by design. It's- it's by design in Canada, and I'll give you a, uh, what is an excellent example. When uh, we had the Ottawa uh, Freedom Convoy, truckers' convoy, and all these thousands, I think, of trucks, working class Canadian right. men and women uh, traveled across Canada, beginning at Vancouver on the west coast and proceeding east toward the capital of Canada, which is Ottawa, and building momentum as it went. Um the reaction from the Trudeau government was to invoke the Emergencies Act, mm-hmm. a piece of legislation that had never been used before. Uh, it and and uh, and why why would they do this? It was complete overkill. But the message is clear mm-hmm. and understood yes. by the freezing of those who participated in this protest, freezing of their personal bank accounts. Mm-hmm. You know. So here's there's the message. Listen, this is Justin Trudeau, I'll paraphrase, or what he would think in his mind. Listen, listen, working class, white Canadians and, and uh, conservatives, uh, you know, you mess with us, we'll ruin your life. We'll put a free, we'll freeze your bank account so you can't pay your mortgage and so on and so forth. You know, again, I'm sounding repetitive, but that's what yeah. the government of China does exactly through a program called social credit. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening up in Canada and here too. That's why we we're trying. Mike and I, Michael and I, are really trying to fight this uh, global digital currency because once they get that in play, I mean, the ball. I think the ball game is over. Right? They'll just be able to say, "Oh well, you you said something bad about such and such group, and uh, guess what? Now, now you're, we can just eliminate your money, if, and we can just you know they yeah. can start really once they get the power, once the government gets the power of the money, which they already have, but once they get total power, I mean, Canada is going to be up. Anybody that speaks out like yourself is is you know. You're going to have problems. There's going to there's going to be problems down the in the future because of, what, you know you're, speak, you, you're speaking the wrong message. What you are describing is digital ID and the outgrowth of digital ID, which is a term called social credit that may not be that well known in in America and and it's not that well known in Canada because they're covering it up. It's the phase two, um, and that is where 
uh, as as in with um, financial banking and so on and so forth, you have a financial uh, score, credit score. You will have a social credit score. This is what goes on in China right now. And the social credit score, as it suggests, is related to how you behave within a society. And if you, for example, um, uh, participated in the Ottawa truckers convoy, your social credit score will drop and you could be on the end of punitive um, measures by way of, of government. That was the messaging of this frozen bank account emergency act measure that Trudeau, you know, forced on on Canada. And so what you're describing is is exactly right. So what is the net result? The result is that people live in fear of speaking out against the government because it can damage them personally. That is a move to right. authoritarian communist society and that in my opinion is justin trudeau he will do this yeah oh yeah he's a he's a cunning sly politician and, and he's got a little bit of a black heart and uh, he's got a, a very very strange background that's a you know we don't know exactly where he's from we we have yeah. some idea we have we have a, we have two possibilities so to speak but we don't know exactly but and i heard his and I, I, his mom was uh his mother was um uh real uh problem uh mental health problems and maybe, yes. maybe, maybe and a lot of a lot of that is hereditary so i think he's got there's something there's a i've always noticed with justin trudeau there's a little something like not quite right i can't you, know, you can't put, sometimes you, you ever get that saying i can't put my finger on it but there's something not quite right with this guy I would agree. Uh, and, and, and part of that is hereditary, I would think. And part of that is conditioning. But yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. You know, it was it's it's funny that you mentioned that, because when he was first elected in um, October of uh, 2015 and I watched his acceptance speech, you know, I noticed this gleam in his eye and I'm like, you know, I just I'm noticing something strange, almost like almost like the message was. You know, people of Canada, you have no idea what's coming. You have no <laughs> And eight years later, we see that that is the reality. You know, our yeah. country has fundamentally changed. It's so extreme, it'll, it, it would blow one's mind. But because of the way media approaches it and introduces these things incrementally, slowly, step by step, uh, Canadians have a huff. A uh, hard time recognizing what's really going down. Right. Mm, scary. Very, very scary. It's um. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I still. I want to know. You know, where are the religious leaders talking about all this stuff? And they, they don't. There, there's actually there's a few. There's one. You know, there's one or two Christian um, community leaders who get uh, a column in in our newspapers. But and and this is the crazy thing about it and something that just, you know, has always played on my mind, that if you look at the media companies in Canada, the publishers, the editors and the uh, main journalists, they're all what um, the term old stock Canada has sometimes been used. So to signify multi-generational um, Christian and white Canadian right. You know, the media writers are all from a Christian heritage, not all, mostly from a Christian heritage, either uh, Protestant or Catholic background. And yet not one of them has ever said, hey, don't you think this might be an assault on Christian Canadians? Oh, wow, that's, you know, that's, would, that's crazy. But why would it be? 
Why would it be, right? If, if, like I say, and I've looked up the names of the publishers and owners of our major media outlets, they're all, you know, Michael Smith and, you know, what have you. It's not Mohammed Mohammed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, uh, and, um, these guys, and yet, and yet, you know, so that could only happen, in my opinion, because the media is forced not to address the situation. In other words, I mean, as an example, Christian persecution in Muslim nations is absolutely out of control. And yet the Canadian media never mention a word about it. Yet within Canada, everything is Islamophobia. You know, it's Islamophobia. You looked at, you gave me the stink eye on the street. It's, you know, and they call it even better unconscious bias. So it's not even our thinking minds, our conscious minds that are racist. It's our unconscious minds. And and we must get rid of this. You know, this is Orwellian. It's Orwellian. It's very Orwellian. I mean, you know, let's talk about, oh, Canadians history. It's the same in America. Canadian American history. They're systemically this and this and this. But let's let these people in here. You know, and look at let's just pretend we don't see their systemic history. Right. It, it makes zero sense. Zero is like you're just destroying your own self. And, it's true. It makes. Sorry, I don't mean I'm not really disagreeing, but it makes sense. It makes sense if there's an agenda and that it's premeditated. Oh, well, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah but I mean, like, yeah, yeah to, to, to the average person, it would be like. Why would you? It would be like letting uh, letting violent people into your house and telling your own family, you know, not to practice whatever. It is. It's just, yeah, it's creepy. It's really creepy. Um, one thing, one thing that all of this communist communist uh, era stuff that's going on there uh, does not have in common with China. I'm guessing is that you know China has very very low crime. <laughs> well. Is there a lot of crime in Canada, would you say? I mean, mean, you know, Canada over the past 50 years, you know, we've we've obviously changed in in a huge way and much of it driven by immigration uh, from the third world. Not to. And there are many, many decent, you know, citizens and people that, that, that you can't blame an entire community. However, there is no question that uh, both the government and the Canadian media protect the third world criminals. So if you're a refugee from Somalia, um, you know, you you will be protected. You'll be protected in a way. And I'll give you a specific example. There was this girl named Marissa Shen. Uh, She was 13 at the time, and she was allegedly murdered by Ibrahim Ali a refugee from Syria. This happened in, I believe, 2017. Here we are in 2023. It hasn't gone to trial. There's no about it. Every it'll pop up like once a year. Oh, yeah, the anniversary of this young girl's death and uh, whatever happened to the trial. And these kinds of incidents, and that's not the only one, uh, uh, but that this is the most extreme that this girl would be, you know, maybe graduating from from college by now, you know, and, and they haven't yeah. even brought the thing to trial. If this guy was a regular Canadian born fellow, this would have been done. Why? Because the refugee Syrian was part of Justin Trudeau and believe it or not, immigration minister at the time, Ahmad Hassan 
immigrant from refugee from Somalia himself who was in charge of immigration <laughs> in Canada. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. This is, this this is, is crazy. This, is, this sounds like the, the, the wolf running the, the, the sheep's house right yeah, now. Well, you know I mean? Justin Trudeau appointed a, he'd been in Canada for a long time. I'm not saying he hasn't, but um, um, realistically, he is a Somalian Muslim refugee as immigration minister. Wow. Why don't you kick every uh, Canadian-born citizen in the face? Yes. <laughs> but he didn't even understand it. He didn't even get it. And But anyway, uh, so this refugee accused of murder of a 13-year-old schoolgirl, uh, case disappeared completely. And point being that because he comes from Justin Trudeau's precious refugee program, uh, you know, they'll they'll protect his butt, you know, and 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 there's there's many cases like this. It's not the only one. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it happens every day, like the just just somebody saying something or. Or, or just sure. a, a yeah, a negative uh, thing about the, the Europeans and uh, I mean they're op- they're open yeah they're bullying them they're open they're open about their hatred of of of, of white Christianity yeah I mean, but that's not considered bullying right that's not considered bullying it's but, also yeah, stupid you yeah. know I, well, I, this is the, the, the multiculturalism thing is not. Yeah, and unfortunately, we could get into the history of it. Was it all white? Yeah, all right. You want to blame whites on that? That's fine. Whatever. But this multiculturalism thing, this multi-religious thing, isn't going to work in the in the final analysis. Well, and it's no not other, going to work in Canada. Yeah, no, no other race is admitting right guilt for anything. It's only right. it's this is the dumbest thing. It's a perfect plan for what what's going. I mean, you know, Brad, we had the same thing at our border. You know, we're going. Why would you let millions and millions of unidentified Uncovid tested, un-everything tested, people just walk into our country and then go, you know what? We don't know who you are, where you're from. You have no ID. You have nothing because you tossed it at the fence before you got here, right? But we're going to go ahead and let you into the country, and then hopefully you'll come back to this hearing in, I don't know, what year or two or three. We really hope that you will. And this is how ridiculous it is here. Is it, are they doing this in Canada? Because, you know, Absolutely. you look at this. Absolutely. They are. Oh, absolutely. There's a place called Roxham Road or that that's what the, they how they identify it. And this is a it's a, it's not a border crossing, like not an official one. It's just the spot where refugees enter Canada from the United States um, and uh, into the province of Quebec in Canada. There's about four thousand. Well, no, I don't know what it is. Five thousand a month. And wow. they just. They're just pouring in and uh, the Trudeau government accept them, fund them, give them welfare, checks, money, housing. Uh, And uh, and, uh, you know, this is this is part of the reason I say that, you know, that this this phrase white privilege is a ridiculous joke. Yeah, totally. Whites totally. are not privileged. Not at all. <laughs> it's quite privileged. the opposite. I guess it's payback. I guess in their minds, it's payback time. I, Absolutely. I, it, this is this is the fundamental uh, re- rationale for it by way of our government and prime minister. And yet they ignore the simple fact that we are not 
the so-called perpetrators of this prejudice if if it and when it happened in historically at a completely different time in history uh, uh it was it would be you know maybe our predecessors but it's not us so they're punishing us for the so-called crimes of our predecessors. right yeah and, and, and a lot of the people who are us are welcoming them to do so and even repeating their 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 rhetoric or maybe okay. never say it either. Our, our very white and anglophone and Christian media never point that out. Hey, government, why are you persecuting the the innocent? Because the people weren't even alive at the time of these uh, so-called historical indiscretions. But and through that, we see that it's um, it's an agenda. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure, no you doubt want to about keep it. Your job. If you want to keep your job, you'll keep your mouth shut. Now, now, I wouldn't mind if they would send them. If, if Canada, the government, or the United States government would help Mexico with some money and 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 some resources, that would be nice. But to send everybody to, you know, I mean, basically, you're trying to. You're trying to recreate something, you know, but all you're doing is is making the problem, you know, making the situation worse. You're you're hurting the economy by giving free money away and free this and free everything, and you're and you're and you're disturbing the quality of life as well. So Very it's a, it's a it's a two pronged attack. There's a term that we use. I'm, I'm not sure if they it's the same in the U.S. But uh, designated uh, developing nations. So uh -huh. yeah. designated developing nations of the world mm -hmm. are receiving literally billions, billions of Canadian taxpayer dollars every year. Wow. Every every Muslim nation, not every, wow. almost, every no. So Saudi Arabia is not included. And well, neither, yeah, <laughs> neither is Iran. But everyone else, they're all developing nations. And get this, this is ridiculous. As the fact that under our foreign aid program, India and China are both declared uh, developing nations. <laughs> so yeah, right. I know. Justin Trudeau, you've got a list of thirty Muslim nations. A Libya, Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon, and on and on and on. And they're handing money hand over fist to these uh, Muslim uh, governments who daily persecute Christians. And, Amazing. And, right. said. and, our, and our, our very white media don't say a word about it. Yeah, well, that's that's almost criminal, actually. It is. Oh, this is Canada. This is this is what goes on underneath the surface. It's the kind of things that I write about and and attempt to expose as much as I can to to um, Canadians. Uh, uh, but you you have to remember this would all fall outside the mainstream media who dominate. Um, I'll tell you one thing: the Canadian media are more monolithic. One individual unit than american media like we are way far it's, i think it, i think you're right about that there's certain uh, there's a certain there's a little more balance i hate to use that word balance here because it's mostly to the left but there's a little there's a little bit more pushback but in canada i i very rarely see a, a, a pushback at all i don't see too much um other than yourself and a few other outlets there's it's a very very small percentage of of people trying to Give like, a different perspective. If you had to compare Fox News audience, you know, or percentage of market share, which I don't know what it is, but it seems very, very pretty strong, I, I believe. For, for the most part, yeah. It would be like Canada and the equivalent would be like 10%, 5% of that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's really bad. <laughs>
you know, that's a, that, that's, you're, you're, it's God. I mean, America's yeah, probably yeah. God, and I think Canada is God. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. And I will mention that these internet censorship uh, legislation may wipe out these uh, so-called alt, not um, conservative alt right, right. You know, websites from certainly from Facebook, uh, and and uh, because I know because these outlets. Uh, I know I know who they are. I know some of the people and they're, you know, they're worried right now that this uh, bill C18 is effectively going to pull their media outlets off of Facebook and other social media um, outlets. They will be wiped out. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that this is going to happen. That's their fear. And, and it may well happen. I'll just wipe them out and there'll only be globalist, woke, left-wing news available in Canada. And like I say, we will transition to a kind of a replica of China where the government control uh, all all inf- dissemination of media mm-hmm. information. And then we can wipe out crime. <laughs> you know, interestingly about the developing nations thing, because America does the same thing. We hand out tons and tons of money. Oh, they're still developing. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I feel like Trump. Excuse me. America is only 250 years old. Look what we've done. And your country is thousands of years old and you're still developing. Excuse me. Yeah, that's an <laughs> excellent point. I mean, Ridiculous. you know, this, this is why this is why Canadian media hate Donald Trump, because he's <laughs> something like that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but he's absolutely right. India, a developing nation. Come on. It's got the good, I think. First of all, it just surpassed China as the largest population on Earth, and its Ugh. economy, I believe, was sixth on the world. The sixth. Yeah, that's not developing. If it's number world, six. <laughs> we're giving them. We're giving them foreign aid. China has no, I believe, no deficit at all. Canada is awash in deficit. <laughs> you're, you're in a deficit. You're giving money to a country that has no right. deficit. That that's, a, that's a brilliant. These politicians okay. are brilliant. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I'll give you an example. Afghanistan has, I believe, and, you know, from my research, no debt, no uh, fiscal national deficit. Uh, we give them, I think it's $203 million a year. Wow. You're still giving <laughs> Afghanistan money? Absolutely. Of course. I can't believe this. We have to, okay. we have to continue yeah. the LGBTQ program. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, and abortion, you know, you know what, and, and, and I should clarify that because the Taliban took over Afghanistan and the Canadian government uh, and, and, and the woke people were complaining that the money was getting through. It wasn't getting through. So oh, I, don't know, uh, I don't know. that. Yeah, it, it, it might have changed. Well, 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 Biden gave us gave the, uh, the Taliban eighty five billion dollars of our equipment. So yeah. uh, we, we got you beat. We beat you. We beat you, Brad. We got we, we went up yeah. to you, man. <laughs> Don't remind me. I'm gonna Don't remind us of this, this poison that we have in the White House right now. You know? I hate to tell you, uh, uh, Mr. Zelensky, but I left too much of it in Ukraine. <laughs> We're out of supply. I'm sorry. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting how these uh, political dynamics cross over from the United States to Canada and and I would you know and and how how it's sort of the focus is on Western nations specifically like the example I've used and was writing about recently is uh, of course transgender I don't see Saudi Arabia you know inundated with transgender promotion no and China inundated with LGBT 
and Iran, you know, like uh, awash in uh, globalist propaganda. No, all these countries are more or less retaining their their um, homogenous identity, yes. religious homogeneity, and all. And, and 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 no, no, it's Western nations: Britain, United States, Canada, Australia, yeah, uh, Fran- France, even uh, you know Germany. Uh, these are the countries that are inundated with mass third world immigration and movements like transgender and LGBT. And no, whoever points this out in the media? Hey, Nobody. Why, right? why is it exclusively Western democracies and all these uh, non-democratic nations of the world and these Muslim supremacist nations, religious supremacy um, are, are exempt and free from all this crap that is unloaded on our societies well if it's consistent from united states to um, america and to australia and england then right that's globalism it's a global movement and these simple and obvious um um observations are never uh expressed in the media oh yeah uh you know (laughs) sounds to me brad like you guys are gonna have to hire some mercenaries (laughs) <laughs> well, was, you know, th- th- this is the thing. This is the thing. It's almost like or one might believe that the government is pushing the um, old stock Canada or working class Canada to into rebellion and revolution. And then once we do, they'll crack down. It'll be martial law and democracy will be officially dead. I mean, that's one thing. But however, this is sliced up, uh, I think, uh, at, and, and call me pessimistic and all this, but uh, there's very little that's going to save us. I, I, I don't really see. <laughs> exactly. um, you know, Trudeau, Trudeau could leave. If Trudeau was no longer the uh, puppet figure at the top, he'll be replaced with another who's the same. Right, right. exactly. That's what they did in New Zealand. That's what they did in, yeah, with right. J- like Jacinda Ardern. They just brought in another puppet. Right. Uh, if the Conservative Party, by chance, gets elected, you you could see you could see an interruption in in the process uh and 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 maybe maybe a turnaround but but you know it's not looking i wouldn't even say a turnaround more like a a hiccup like uh, like, yeah just a a a temporary stoppage but or or lessening of the problem but once the liberals get they're 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 on this they're on this mission man they think that they are meant not 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 necessarily from a religious standpoint but from uh, just some kind of mental standpoint or you know this is the way we're going to do it and whether you whether yeah. the old stock in canada and and america or anywhere you know european europe uh, whether they like it or not is really not the point we're going to do it not the point at all and i'll tell you what they're using as a method to accomplish their goal and this is immigration policy so mm-hmm. so when you look at uh canada and the demographic demographics in Canada, every riding that has a strong uh, third world Sikh, Chinese, Muslim presence is liberal. So when you have an immigration policy, and last year, um, 2022, I believe they brought in officially a million into Canada. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot for a country of 30 million. 
Well, we're at 39 million. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. But, you know, when you're doing that, these these third world immigrants, I mean, you know, this is another thing that media never alludes to or suggests. You import third world uh, immigrants, they vote liberal. Maybe Mm -hmm. not everyone, you know, of course, but, you know, 85 percent, 90 percent, maybe. So so as you bring in these immigrants and they begin to go to the ridings that were held by the conservatives and begin to move in there, slowly the riding becomes converted to liberalism. You do this for another 50 years and or 50, 30 years even, and the liberals will control, let's say, 90% of all ridings in the country. You tell me, what's the point of elections? What's the point Uh, of uh, democracy uh, uh, when the liberals control 90%? Well, well, they'll consider that democracy, though, uh, Brad. Uh, That would be, to to the liberal mind, that's democracy. Flooding flooding your country with people that have no idea how to run a country and just vote liberal. That's, That's their... In the, in the in the in the liberals' mind, that is democracy. They that they love that word democracy, but they they never like to actually say what their point is. But their point is basically let's let's stomp on on European Americans or European Canadians. Yeah, I believe this. I believe it. I I you know what can I say? I've been following these issues in Canada. I I began uh, as as a kind of a writing as a watchdog group for Liberal Party Chinese Communism uh, Relations Partnership, as I call it. Um, And that was at least 35 years ago. and my conclusion would be just as you say that there is or you know a covert or under unspoken uh attack on right you're under attack we're under attack and there's that and, and if you say something they, they try to say that you're oh you're just gaslight you're crazy you're a racist is what yeah, or the or the racist yeah. of course they have to throw the racist you're, but, you're the, but that they it, those but they know somewhere it, it's hard to understand liberals minds but we know what's happening and but if they can't see it then they're then we we think they're stupid and and evil one of the either they're stupid or they're evil one of the two and I think it's a combination, actually. Stupid, ignorant, or evil. That's the one. And Michael has it. Stupid, ignorant, or evil. That's yeah. That's actually a good description of our prime minister because I, I believe that he is both ignorant and evil mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. Danger. Yeah. Goes and he perfect was with the mental illness thing. For this. He was selected for this role. He was groomed for the role. Oh. In my opinion. Yes, I was born for this. <laughs> he was born. Born. Remember Patrick Hernandez? Born, right. born, born to be alive. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, everyone. We have to, we born. Have, we have to, uh, born to be alive. Uh, that, that was a courteous song of all time, but somehow it made millions. How come I can't be like that? You know, what's wrong with me? I, uh, it's the problem. Anyway, anyway, Brad, getting back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Oh man, I tell you, yeah. Sometimes we have to. Sometimes you have to release the, the mental. Like, is this really happening right now? Is this? We've, I feel like I know you're. You must think about it as well, Brad. Like, is there some kind of twilight zone going on? Are we in some kind of matrix? It, it, it gets difficult, though, doesn't it, Brad? I mean, you know, week after week, you're look listening to this stuff. You're you're writing on it. You're studying it. You're looking here. You, it it it's hard to keep your your. Your, your positives up you know you just kind of feel like oh that is absolutely true i mean and just i mean on a personal basis that's what i deal with on a daily basis yeah. because i'm immersed in such negativity that this woke revolution uh, liberal revolution is it's tragic in my mm-hmm. mind it's, it's a sad and oh. tragic 
thing. Although, you know, we can we can laugh and joke at the absurdity, you know, to, to let off steam, what have you. But um, it's a very serious thing. And mm-hmm. and uh, and in my mind, um, um, very dark, in, yeah. if not uh, quite a ways toward uh, the end of democratic governance in Canada and the implementation of a liberal of, a, of an authoritarian state. Uh, Justin Trudeau to me is a dictator, not a prime minister. Um, and uh, and uh, it's it's uh, there's a real history to it of of, of uh, fifty years minimum, uh, much of it uh, coming from the seed of uh, Pierre Trudeau planting entrenching China within uh, Canadian society. Although again, media would never put it that way. But I, I you know I think he's the catalyst for this, and that there's a direct connection, which isn't that outlandish a thought between him and his <laughs> fake, fake son um, Justin. <laughs> uh, and, and that Justin Trudeau also uh, as as in terms of his lineage parental lineage is, is a messed up person. Yes. Uh, if you see what I'm alluding to. Oh yes, we know. And and, uh, and uh, this, this it all makes sense um, if, if, if a person takes the time and effort to drill down on it and really understand it. The alternative is to believe what the media says, which is basically a giant lie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're they're throwing us a a big lie. I think that's the good way to put it. They're throwing us a big lie. They know it's it's not going to work, the big lie, but, you know, will we get through it? That's the point. Will we make it out alive? Will the the children and the grandchildren make it out of it? That's that's the point. We'll make you, you and I, Brad and and, and Mike will be fine uh, to some degree. It won't change that. It's it's, it's more of a, a creepiness kind of thing going in. And but I the kids and the grandkids from the, the you know, oh, yeah. fifty years from now is that's a whole different level of 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 evil coming through. They're going to be just just you know in that regard and in, in one area the LGBT transgender. Uh, we're going to be kind of sexless, or they're going to be uh, a yeah. asexual, and uh, and interestingly, you know. Th- with the promotion of transgender and transgender in Canada, no one ever says a very obvious point that uh, if a male converts to a female, uh, they are effectively neutered and cannot reproduce right. children. And and you think something as fundamental as that would be exposed in our media? Never. It's never been wow. that I've ever seen that that this that if if if. You know, if a 10% of the population, let's say, does this thing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you're effectively um, um, depopulating uh, the country. And then one step beyond this, which, of course, media would never touch, is that who who are the transgendered in Canada? Now, in America, it may be different. You have a much bigger black population and so on and so forth. But the transgendered in Canada, frankly, uh, are whites, you know, and... Right. and and, you know, this is another element that's never brought to the surface in, in any way. Like, for example, stop me if I'm rambling here, but it's just an important point, I think, that transgenderism, euthanasia and abortion in Canada, all of which the government support across the board. Justin Trudeau is across the board support supporting these three social maladies. Uh, we never hear 
who's on the receiving end? Who gets these most? Do you, do you think that Sikh immigrants who just arrived off a boat or Iranian immigrants are, are, are they jumping to Canada and getting transgenderism no. and abortion? No, <laughs> it's our communities who are the right. uh, on the recipient, re- recipient end of this, and no one says a word about it. Yeah, well, it's exactly, exactly. The other religions that come to the country, they're more, uh, what would I say, stable? Traditional, yeah. Yeah, they're cohesive. They stick together like Democrats. And there are things they just won't do. And so then you got the white Christians. They're all scattered all over the place. I don't know what I am. Oh, Oh, this looks fun. And then next thing you know, yeah, exactly. Hey, how come our population's not growing anymore? Oh, because we're using sex as a toy. That's probably, that could be what's going on. It's you know, they, they just announced this, that uh, Canada, you know, they're they're waving, the, the, we're happy, you know, the government happy, everyone's happy, because we're approaching 40 million in population. But uh, 95%, according to the study I read, is a result of immigration 95 5 percent 5 percent is um 5 uh, old, old stock canadian oh, uh, man uh, that is bad oh, that is a terrible number you guys and are we're gone. the ones getting the abortions and the yeah and the sure tourism. now guys is that not an agenda a pre-planned agenda what is this a giant coincidence yeah it's it's amazing that nobody's other than yourself uh, i'm sure there's a few others up there but this this that should be in in the newspaper and and on television but the the statistic you just gave me is is profound actually but you know what do you what do you there's not much you know just go along unfortunately because nobody if it's like you're they look at you like a lot of some people look at you if you start talking like that they look at you like like you're 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 coming from mars or something like this is this can't be true but it is true um i would i would you know i'm getting a bit repetitive but you know i would think about how it works in chinese society and this is one reason why justin trudeau is in love with chinese immigrants they do what the government says to do yes question this is generalizing of course right you know they're they're less likely to question government policy they're more likely to follow uh covid mask wearing um um mm-hmm. Uh, not laws, but you know requirements, whatever requirements yeah. and, and suggestions. And, yeah. <laughs> so you know Trudeau loves this because he's a control fanatic, of course, like all dictators are. Um, so he, he he's thrilled with this. This is fantastic. These people aren't uh, um, um, uh, farmers and oil workers and and truck drivers uh, of of uh, Caucasian ethnicity who are going to say you know we don't agree and 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 we see what you're up to he wants a a society of puppets and that's what the chinese government try to cultivate i'm not saying they succeed of course it's a big country with billions of billion people Uh, but that's what they do and that and that's what immigration is really about in canada it's really what i call demographic manipulation shaping the country into the kind of society that the government wants it to be and they know that people like me and other canadians like me uh will not buy it so frankly we kind of have to sort of go by the wayside (laughs) too bad we so yeah we are actually the minority 
That's we are the oppressed, and we're we the oppressed. Canada, we're, headed, like we're headed for minority stuff. I'm telling you, no doubt about it. Absolutely, years. no doubt about it. Well, minority. When you're talking numbers, that's one thing. But when you talk about activities and lifestyles, minorities. You know, a lot of people are not in that minority. Let me, let me, if I can mention one thing about the woke revolution in Canada, what they say is that, okay, well, government representation must reflect the demographic uh, of the, the riding, let's call it, individual riding. So, for example, if a riding in Mississauga, Ontario is uh, five, uh, 10% white, which some of them are, believe it or not, uh, that means that, or even 80% uh, third world, then uh, 80% of the politicians must be third world people. It must represent it, right? So as the, uh, as the, um, the white population declines and the third one, you know, what happens if the rioting is, is like 2% white in uh, 50 years time? Well, then you're not going to have many white politicians, are you? So really what immigration and all this is, is really just a power shift from the traditional Canadian as mm-hmm. well. It. Uh, yeah. To immigrant and migrant third world power. That's a it's a power shift. It's not equality. Not equality. no, no. It's a disgrace. Actually, it's an you know. It's a, but that's it's the way that usurping. It's a usurping of power. And uh, Justin Trudeau is the king of this. He's the you know he's the. Um, uh, Benito Mussolini of this. <laughs> yeah, well, Benito Mussolini's end was not pleasant. Just well, yeah, yeah, look yeah, at yeah. that. When the people got a hold of him. Uh, he and his wife looked like a couple of rag dolls. But um, yeah. Wow, Brad. Well, you got your work cut out for you down there, and we got ours down here, and uh, we're uh, we're going to stay in touch, and we'll definitely have you back. It was a great conversation. Thanks for bringing us up to date on the nutty things going on up there and uh wow so um yeah brad yeah it was brad great Salzburg. to talk to you and um you. Ha- good luck up there and and trying to try to get your name out there more i mean it's hard i know it's hard because we know what michael and i know it's not easy as well so we we both know it's uh you know it's a hit or hit or miss kind of thing you're you know it's it's not easy to, to fight money and power it's what it's very difficult that is true guys and uh i appreciate you having me on Absolutely. It's time to, we have to burn the Trojan horse instead of open it. That's what we have. <laughs> All right, Brad. All right, Brad. Thank, Brad. thank you so Take much, care, buddy. Man. Thank you. Hey, Mike. Yo. I want to wish my um, my niece, Madeline, a uh, happy 15th birthday tomorrow. And uh, Maddie, happy birthday. And Absolutely then we're- not. Yes. No. <laughs> and then, um, what is it with the birthday? I got one okay. more. I got one more birthday coming up, and then that's it. No, that's gonna. <laughs> that's gonna be a, a very. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about that later. But shameless you know, plug. You get what? And a local plug. pizza place. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody. Yeah. We got to do that. We got to start wishing people happy birthday all over the world. Maybe uh, you know anybody. Oh, uh, yeah. send, send in the birthday wishes from your from all over the world, and Michael will do like a Trump voice or a Homer Simpson voice. And, I don't know. We got uh, what are you? We, some we gotta, kind of nut. Yeah, what am I? So uh, we got to try to mix this up because we're this world is crashing down on us, and it, we got to try to make we got to try to make believe everything's good right now, and it's well, really we, not. We, yeah, we need. Yeah, well, we need we need to get a couple of S F sixteens, and I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> This ain't working. This ain't this working. Ain't, this ain't working out. This, this ain't working ain't, out right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what was her? What's her name? Madeline. Madeline. Happy birth happy birthday, Madeline. This is President Trump. I want to wish you a very yeah. happy birthday. And I hope both of your parents are voting Trump and they love Trump because if they don't, 
Uh, I still love them, and maybe they'll love me someday, and maybe they won't. But most people, when you ask them, they love me. And <laughs> happy birthday, anyway. All righty. How old is she? Uh, she's 15. Fifth, oh, 15 in this society? Yeah, uh, that's, by the, the way, that's why I'm bushy, because they're going to, you know, who knows what's going on in this world right now. You know? Delete TikTok from your phone, okay? <laughs> that's what you need to do. If you plan to survive, you have to delete it. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> Clive and Doris.